mother says he was a normal happy boy until he became obsessed with black metal music. Rock and roll! Sounds like Christian Rick. Heavy metal music. Groups promote satanic worship. They're anti-peace and anti-life. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Metal Face Podcast. This is episode 12. What? The final episode of our first season. I'm doing air quotes. You're doing the hands. Yep, I'm doing the hands. I can confirm. (laughs) Yep, that's what we're calling this. So this week, we're doing something a bit weird for a music commentary podcast, and we're not going to comment on any music. Um... It might come up. I imagine a little bit. I hope not. It might, a little bit, maybe. Just little <laughs> I'm bit. sick of talking about music. <laughs> so well, episodes. So this week, we are just talking about the albums we've already talked about. How things have gone. What we think went well. What maybe didn't go so well. What we liked. What we really didn't like. So basically, this is the equivalent when you buy a DVD box that has a television show you like. And there's a special feature where it's all the staff and producers and directors kind of talking about how great the show is you're making it sound a lot more grandiose than it's really going to be which is just us sitting around drinking and talking shit (laughs) this is a bit like the nine hours of behind the scenes of the lord of the rings right i'd say it's even better now i'm just thinking about lord of the rings so now we're here now that we're at episode 12 how are you guys how have you guys been over the week what what, what have you been doing since we last spoke last time we spoke the pubs had just opened. Mm-hmm. We were talking about Ramstein. We were talking about Lincoln Park. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were talking about um, Ghost. It feels like so long ago. It does feel it was like quite a long time yeah. ago, actually. But yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing good. I, I've also now been to a pub. Mm. It was liberating. It really was. Well, we we actually went to a pub together, well, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did. We I didn't know if I wanted to, pubs. didn't want to drop that bomb so early, but yeah. We've, we've seen each other in person. <laughs> we had the first ever real live meetup with the Metal Face podcast. Mm. Well, I mean, barring the sort of several years we've spent together before that. Post-pandemic, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah. we had met beforehand. <laughs> Post-creation of the podcast, I should say. Unfortunately, <laughs> the uh, the tapes of the live episode were lost. Down well, that's it. We did, um, we did, what was it, about a seven or eight hour live episode for the... Um, the three girls that we met up with that evening. and Those poor, poor women. <laughs> there's going to be some little metalheads running around soon. <laughs> That's how impressed they were. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. That's oh, not. That won't. <laughs> no. They were so impressed. They were like, I can't believe you guys have Norway's... 52nd most popular podcast on... Sorry, Tom. Is that, we're actually the 25th yeah. most popular podcast in Norway. Uh, actually, that was just one episode. It was 25th most popular. Oh. And the, the podcast itself was 52nd. This is all small print. I wouldn't worry about it. If you say it fast enough to uh, a lady you've just met, yeah. they, they'll, they'll just get the impression, this guy's a big shot. And that, that's really the reason we got into this, isn't it, guys? Yeah. That's why I got into podcasting. It's not going well for that, though, is it? <laughs> <laughs> so why did we actually get into this? <laughs> what was the actual... We talked about it a little bit in the first episode, which was basically we wanted to listen to more albums, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, if you take it way back, it's um, we would stay up late talking about music for ages and generally just boring the pants off everyone around us. Well, sorry, I should say entertaining the pants off everyone around us. No, I, should say I was going to say straight up vibing, but yeah, that works too. We were straight up vibing of everyone around us. So we had the idea for a long time, right? But I think the, I think the particular genesis of it was, I was listening to the Adam Buxton podcast a lot over the last couple of years. Have you guys listened to it? I haven't actually. No. It's great. So Adam Buxton's a, um, a comedian and a radio DJ who was super sort of, well, he's super into his music, as you might imagine, for a DJ. And he now has a podcast where he interviews people Mainly from like music and comedy and stuff, but also like actors and authors and, and all sorts of interesting. So people. we should be on there any day now. Mm. Exactly. That's 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 what I'm driving at here. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Drops a line out. But he's <laughs> he's a massive fan of David Bowie and talked about him all the time in the podcast. And I was like, all right, I've got to figure out what this guy's about. I keep hearing about it. <laughs> David Bowie. Who is he? <laughs> David who? David Huey. <laughs> who and I was like, Bowie? yeah, all right. Listen to a couple of songs, but I decided in twenty. 20- well, it must be, yeah, 2020. I was going to try this in every single David Bowie album, all the way through, like the whole discography. And it kind of pushed me to just like, when I was listening to an album, to actually sit down and have the patience to finish it. And now I didn't actually finish that New Year's resolution, but I've now listened to way more David Bowie than I would have otherwise. Mm. And that sort of led to what we were thinking about with this podcast. Mm. Of if we start just listening to albums, you know, it, it, like no matter which way you cut it, we're going to end up listening to more music. Yeah, and listening to Absolutely. music by album is... A little bit of an unnatural way to do it, I think, because it's not generally how you listen to music. Mm, and not skipping songs, either. Yeah, you know? I mean, when yeah. yeah, when you listen to music on your own, you would just skip stuff that didn't immediately grab you. But then being forced yeah. to like listen to it all the way through, you actually end up liking tracks that 
on first impression you don't like so much, you know? Yeah, absolutely. That's really interesting, actually, because I remember when I was um, a, a school kid. We had a um, uh, in high school, we had a we'd, school kid. A school kid, well, like, like in 17. like a sort of a cool school. I'm kid. imagining like a sort of 1930s school kid with like pulled up socks and a a, a doffed cap. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it it, it was it was um, you know a private school, so like we did have like a, we didn't oh. have a silly uniform, but we. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the rest of the kind of outdated class assumptions were, were right. But, um, <laughs> yeah, one of our teachers, he, he was like an old metalhead. Well, not old, but like older than us, I suppose. Oh, shit. If he listens to this, he's going to be offended, yeah, Josh. Yeah, pissed off. <laughs> he was oh. fucking old. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Um, <laughs> he was older than you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah he, he, ran, we, we, he ran like a lunchtime club for like the kids who like metal. And we, we'd like go like listen to albums and like he kind of tell us about like metal history and stuff it was pretty cool regale you with stories of nikki six injecting heroin into his dick <laughs> <laughs> yeah nice wholesome stuff you know yeah and um <laughs> we... this is where one of bruce dickinson's bracelets hit me in the eye <laughs> it wasn't quite that but <laughs> um but he he said that when he was younger, he, you know, back in the day, before we had, like, iTunes and Spotify, he had to only listen to things and albums, right? Yeah. And then yeah. we kind of grew up in this age where you could just make a playlist and put it in. And I listened, to be honest with you, most of my music when I was younger was on was on YouTube. And I've only kind of switched back to Apple Music yeah. or Spotify now when I'm a bit older. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. true, yeah. Yeah, no, and... it's definitely like a return to how people used to have to listen to music. You know, you'd go and, like, buy yeah. a new, new album or trade it, you know, mm. and then you'd just be stuck with that album. So you better listen to Absolutely. the whole thing and like the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at the start of last year, I got my um, my CD player from my parents' house and all the CDs that I own, which is, it's not masses, but it's a good, like, 30 or so. Yeah. Right? And I just decided, like, rather than listening to iTunes or, uh, sorry, YouTube every day and just skipping around random new tracks, I'd actually put on, like, the old CDs that I used to listen to. So, like, Toxicity was in there. Like, I have all the Slipknot stuff in there. The stuff that I was into when I was a lot younger, you know. Mm, yeah. I also had, like, Dying Features and Inquisition and a few cool things. A few cool things. But it really... <laughs> <laughs> but it really got me into just like listening to the whole thing from start to finish and you do kind of appreciate it as like a little slice of like a body of work don't you? yeah i've, re- I've really enjoyed Absolutely. it honestly it has been good to like and, and particularly as well um being recommended albums from you guys stuff that mm-hmm. i never would have found because it yeah you, you get stuck in the algorithm you know spotify's like you like stone really metal do. here's more stone metal and that's all yeah. you're ever gonna get yeah and then now my Discover Weekly is much more interesting. I gotta say, yeah, yeah I've actually sure. found a lot of really good stuff from Discover Weekly now. The Apple version, whatever it's yeah. called. Because, I think because of this podcast, it's been really good. It can be fairly incoherent some weeks. <laughs> but, oh, absolutely, <laughs> but it's interesting. I feel like my Spotify is having an absolute fit a lot of the time. Oh, yeah. The week <laughs> after the Florence and the Machine episode. Do you like it... French electronica or do you like pagan yeah. black oh, metal? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the week after the Florence and the Machine episode, it didn't know where to put me. <laughs> it <was just> yeah, <laughs> it was like get off this. App. <laughs> There's <laughs> just servers at Spotify HQ exploding. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny what you say about um, vinyls, though, Josh. Vinyls, uh, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Because I went to. Um, were you talking about albums, right? Yeah, well, uh, your... yes, yeah, album CDs, whatever. Oh, okay, yeah. You're extremely elderly. Um, DT Decrepit, DT old. He wasn't. He's so old. He wasn't old. When I was your age. Oh, I hope he doesn't say that. I'm going to be bad. He wasn't old. When I was your age, Dio was just a young whippersnapper. <laughs> but yeah, I went to a barbecue the other week, and um, my mate Sir just moved into a, a nice new house. He's actually got a he's got a house. He's got a fiance. Ooh. He's got all the all the Bloody things. Hell. What's he doing? Yeah, I know. But he had a vinyl player and a load Wait. of vinyls, most of which had been given to him by his dad. And so he had a load of random stuff in there, like um, the Smiths and like Led Zeppelin and just like a whole load of random bunch of things yeah. that like, we wouldn't normally listen to. Although one thing he did have, which I think was his own purchase, not his dad's, was um, Jeff Goldblum's jazz album. Nice. Cool. <laughs> but as the night went on, we got more and more into kind of just searching through these albums, seeing what was in there and being like, hey, let's try this out. Because you're just, like, talking and having a good time, you'll let something weird just play for, like, you know, half an hour yeah. to 45 minutes. Yeah. And then be like, hey, this is actually pretty good. What is this, you know? I think that's... It's a great way to listen. Definitely, yeah. I mean, that's one of the things that listening to, like, the early... When you watch other documentaries and, and read books about, like, early metal scene, it was all, like, underground yeah. tape trading and stuff. And I kind of feel sad yeah. that, like, I missed out on that. But then kind of capturing mm. a little bit of that. A little bit of that magic right here. Right on the Metal Face podcast. Yeah. yeah the whole kind of vibe we want isn't it so a question is 
as it worked. Do you think you found good music through doing this? Do you think... Um, yeah. Are we going to carry on, or is this it? <laughs> no, I, I, I'd be really surprised, actually, because I kind of assumed that, like, I wouldn't find that much new music. Okay, I this, thought is, this, it... this is a good... This is a good point, Josh. I, what made you make that assumption about me and Tom? <laughs> <laughs> Mostly because, I don't know, I feel like most of the time, or some of the time, when we've been like at a party. He is so carefully picking his words. <laughs> and one of you guys puts it's on a like song. treading so softly. Yeah. I'm not always that into it. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. But having actually listened to all the stuff you've recommended and gone down and sat through all of it, actually listened to it, <laughs> <laughs> I think Fuck it yeah. goes. It goes. That's the key thing, isn't it? I, 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 I think this goes both ways. Right? No, yeah. On the on the triangle of the podcast, we each had assumptions about each other, and some of them have been proven right. Some of okay. them not. <laughs> Fun question. Uh, I'll start with. I'll start with you, Ben, because I actually don't know necessarily what your assumptions okay. were. Because you're, you're a little bit more in the middle here, I would say. Yeah, I, I think so, I yeah. think I'm, I'm on the more extreme end of one thing, just on the more extreme end of another thing. What were your assumptions about our music tastes hmm. individually? Uh, <laughs> that was such a challenging... Yeah, go on, <laughs> no, 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 I was like, fucking tell me! He was like, mm, I was like, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I actually, going into this, I didn't really know very much about Josh's music taste. I thought Josh yeah. liked... I knew he liked his metalcore. I didn't quite realise how much. And I honestly thought yeah. Josh was a huge prog fan. I thought it was going to be a lot of noodling from Josh's choices. I thought it was going to be a pure... I thought we were in for like a total noodle bar. Yeah, absolutely. But I will just say that I have actually been very... I very much enjoyed Josh's choices. I will just, Thank you, Thank you know, you. qualify it with that. But... <laughs> <laughs> and then for Tom, I honestly thought you were just going to bring some of the most like horrendous, disgusting shit that you could find. And mm. you managed it with Necrophil. But for the rest of the season, <laughs> I, again, I, I think... I think listening to things by an album is interesting because you do sort of start to understand like where they're coming from artistically. And even if it's stuff where I'm like, oh, okay, I won't come back to this all the time. I've definitely found a lot of stuff in both of your choices where I'm like, this is really good. And I probably will come back to it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I, I, I will say that I did know more about Tom's choice because of how many times that we've um like just been up until 4am listening to Anil Nafrak. Josh actually <laughs> studied at uni is the point. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just went to different parties. <laughs> Ooh. Oh, <that's> <laughs> Were there well, people really there? That's not what I meant. Yeah, more than <laughs> just me and Tom. <laughs> no, to be honest, no, all my non-metal friends, even to this day, are like, oh, remember those parties you and, you and Tom used to throw, Josh? Those were great. And it was mostly you, Tom, let's be honest. So, <laughs> I think we had an equal hand. I just remember when we had more than 100 people in our house. Oh, my God. And like, the police got called like three times. And we were just like, as soon as the door closed, we'd just be like, well... Party on! <laughs> I, actually feel quite, I actually feel quite bad about that now. I know, looking back. Yeah, it's we like, were God, fucking we awful. But the neighbours on one side really liked us. The neighbours on the other side were like, yeah, have a party, it's fine. So What are you going to do? So let's carry on with that question. So I want to know, Josh, what were your assumptions about what you were going to get out of me and Tom? So for you, Ben, I didn't really have that many assumptions. I wasn't sure what you were going to bring. I'm an honest. enigma. Well, I knew like prog as well, but it felt like a very different type of prog. Because yeah. when I think of prog, I think of, like Dream Theater or like Opeth or something. Mm-hmm. And uh... yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I feel like we came from kind of different areas of prog. Yeah. You know? Uh, so I was interested to kind of see that. I thought it was going to be some tool. I thought it was going to be also like <laughs> yeah. maybe like Perfect Circle and the other band Maynard did. <laughs> so it's um, just going to be all <laughs> Maynard's music. Yeah, Pussifer, Perfect Circle, and some. But tool. I also knew like some <sighs> Motley Crue and stuff. So I wasn't really sure what what um where you'd come from. <laughs> I I, in that I kind of sense. unironically ironically like Motley Crue. So yeah. <laughs> mm, yeah. No, I was really I really enjoyed. L- most of what you brought. Probably one of my favorite albums of the season was um, Eonium by Doomin' Borgia, which I know you brought. Uh, up. Yeah, yeah. It, so. it was. It was what? Sorry, Eonium. Get on your. Get on your. Eonium. Oh, yeah, and we will never but... speak of it again because I can't say it anymore. <laughs> yeah. So that was kind of my feeling with, with that, Tom. I kind of felt like it was going to be twelve episodes of rash decision. Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, yes. <laughs> and it wasn't. Um, I think yeah, I've learned sure. a lot about. We've been pleasantly surprised in you music. behaved. <laughs> no, 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 no. But honestly, honestly, I had this really like I had this kind of like idea that all grindcore and like what are thrash, rash decision? Are they they thrash punk? Did you say? Yeah, I would call them thrash punk. 
forward slash fast core probably yeah but I, fast core is more at a style of playing than a genre i kind of felt like that whole kind of space of music wasn't for me but honestly rap, listen to rassism mm. like actually sitting down and going through the album with yeah. like you know headphones and stuff and like just yeah. properly going for it i really liked it so once yeah. again i've been completely proved wrong and <laughs> <laughs> yeah but um, what about you, Tom? I, I think this is going to be interesting because I think Tom probably knew the most about the other mm. hosts' yeah. likes and dislikes. So You know, I, I struggle to recall, in a way, uh, you know, you cast your mind back. Mm. Mm. Can we add in, like, a harp sound when you said that? <laughs> <laughs> Dream sequence. The it camera gets all wavy. Fuzzy. We'll yeah. do it again. You cast your mind back. Ah. ah. Yeah, okay. I'm back. Where am I? What, what time is it? What year is it? 2000 BC. You're a farmer. <laughs> We've gone Your too far. Your crops have failed. <laughs> We've gone too far. <laughs> you have two choices. Join the raiding parties or starve. <laughs> this is a fun game. Let's play this. <laughs> I question to some extent why I wanted to do the podcast. Oh, God. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is going to be a pure fucking proggy noodle fest. I was expecting, I think, a lot of like really sort of you know what's the word like spacey noodly sort of projects you do you do seem outnumbered on the surface yeah and i was expecting a lot of sort of metal corey sorts of things i was also expecting things with metalcore though i was like as long as the songs are short enough i think i like I can is that directed it. at josh and me or just josh? or just me that's, oh, that's more at josh okay. yeah yeah that's more, but then, more at me but, but exclusively yeah. <laughs> yeah. but then i also i think part of it was that I know that I'm into the more, say, like classical or traditional side of metal in some ways. Like, um, I think it's weird that you say I'm that. I'm more of a, I'm more of a Motorhead fan, if you know. What I, mean. I think you're more of a fan of like '80s metal, yeah, but, yeah or yeah, maybe yeah, '90s yeah. even. Because I think I'm a bigger fan of like Sabbath and Priest, like early, early. Yeah, you're you're a bigger Priest and Sabbath fan. I'll give you that for sure. Mm. I think that's it. It's like partly, but then I also kind of knew like, yeah, well, let's let's definitely cover the classics. Yeah. Because I remember you saying to me, Ben, like, yeah, I'd love to give Motorhead a proper list and actually kind of know what that's about oh, yeah. kind of thing. And then I was also thinking I'd love to just like inflict some of my music taste on Josh, who <laughs> famously doesn't like it. But I also kind of figured like, I think I think if we actually sat down, we have to talk about yeah. it. I feel like we can get this right. You know? There is, um with some of my choices, I know, like you say, am I inflicting this on the other two or am I actually trying to make them like something? Because there are certain choices that it's I know I pick. Sure. Yeah. yeah, like, like so, you know, and we'll go into this more in a minute of like what was our kind of top picks and what did we think of all the bands and stuff. Mm-hmm. But with something like um, with something like Necrofilth, I kind of I wanted a reaction from you guys. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. But with something like uh, Gruzia or Dying Fetus, I was really like, I hope these guys are into this because. I fucking dig this and I can't see why anyone wouldn't. Yeah, you know? for sure. Yeah, definitely. So maybe on that note, let's talk about some of our favourite albums this season. Yeah, so it was a good season. We had, um, what is it, 33 bands yep, total? Yeah, 33 bands, 33 oh, wow. I think, you know, tiny little sneak peek. We might we might have a little bit more next season. Who knows? Wow. Ooh. It's, it's a little bit undecided, but... Uh, Netflix has... What's the word? Well, yeah, well, that's the thing. We haven't told him about our deal with signed with Netflix to make oh. uh, to make a series of eight movies about metal. <laughs> Tom, of course. Uh, that's under NDA, so now if this goes out, they're going to be cancelled. Yeah. Oh, no, well we just done. lost it. Oh, For fuck's sake. Oh, God. No. They said they really wanted to hear our totally uninformed opinions as well. <laughs> oh. But yeah, 33 bands, pretty good. I would love to know what were some of your highlights, and I think, like, let's do, like, let's do general highlights first. The whole season. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, specifically, I'd also like to know like what were our highlights from each other's picks, if you know what I mean. Uh, Absolutely. Yeah. I realise this, oh, yeah. mathematically, is turning into about, what was this, going to be like 999 different variations or whatever, but fuck it. Let's just talk about... Let's talk about it. Just do what feels natural. That's what this what week's all natural. about. Just... Ooh, yeah, I think. Mm. All right, so I'll go to uh, I'll go to you first, Ben. What was Whoa. I want to I want to start out with just saying off guard there. What was the highlight? What was the album that you've liked most out of all Ooh. the albums? Okay, so I'm gonna be honest, and I feel a bit um feel a bit of a dick picking one of my own choices, but um it's got to be Rotten Christ Rituals. Mm. I think that's that a good was, choice though. That was that's the album that I picked. Yeah, I picked it. Um, so we sort of we try and lay out our choices that we're gonna do for the whole season ahead of time, and then we. And inevitably end up making some changes as things develop. Yeah, you know. And I, I switched out. I can't remember what I switched out, but I took something out and replaced it with Rotten Christ after yeah. finding out about them during the um, the black metal episode. 
and I didn't actually have any time to really listen to yeah. them ahead of the episode. But then doing the the weeks listening, um, God, I loved that album, and it has stuck with me. Yeah, uh, God, I gotta say, I think um, I think I might actually have to agree with Ooh. you. There, but I think mm. that could be that could actually be my album of the season as well. It's up there. Um, it's definitely a strong one, isn't it? It was really strong. I mean, like I've listened to it again like so many times, and mm. there really isn't a bad song on the album. Every no. it's a bit like Ramstein. It's like you start listening to a song. Yeah, cool. Okay, it sounds a bit similar to some of their other stuff, and then they'll just throw in some amazing chorus or some amazing like yeah. part of the song where you're like, "Whoa, wait, what?" You know. And I feel like it's similar to Ramstein and similar to Dimmy Borges Eonian Eonian because they they each do something and they do it really well. So when you want that yeah. thing, you could just put it on and you're just like. Brilliant, done. Yeah, they're, they're, they're kind of a vibe captured mm. in a band, aren't they? Mm. And I've got to say, like, um, Eonian isn't it's probably not one of my favourite ones we've done. It's not stuck for me season. either, really. No, no. I really I liked like, it at the time, I like, but I haven't gone back to it. I like the sound a lot, yeah. but then it's like, um, yeah, as you say, it kind of wasn't that memorable mm. in a way. So, Josh, what about you? What's Tom's sort of, I think, agreeing with me. How about you? What's your, what's stuck the most? It's been your favourite. So, I'm going to be a big one mm. up myself. As in stuck? As in I listened to the most, or I liked the most? Let's go. Let's just go with the one you like the most. So I'm going to be up myself also. That's I'm fine. I'm going to select Meso by Project Meshram. Ah, okay, yeah. Oh, Good really? choice. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Honestly, when you listen to that, I don't think I gave it enough credit, even though I said I really liked it. Yeah. <laughs> so I listened to it again. I listened to Loco Coco and Sakura again properly. Yeah, that's a good song. My yeah, God, yeah. they were properly good songs mm. well like some of my friends that i've like now i've seen since the lockdown have told me about the podcast and just said like damn you know project mishram really stood out for us like we love this yeah this i've had great. the most it's people everything. telling me that yeah. they've loved that album as well like by far and i think part of it might be that like you know i'm someone who like i want like a wall-to-wall metal album that's heavy all the way through but a lot of people will love the sound but just be like mate i'm not listening to it for an hour <laughs> you know yeah. Yeah. whereas like project mishram can get, kind of give you a bit of both and like maybe that's for a lot of people that's fucking ideal yeah. i think also they're one of the very few bands that manages to have both different sounds in a song and have it still sound good yeah, yeah. Like, i know we said at the time the album as a whole doesn't necessarily flare the well together but within the songs even when there's a big change in style like in loco coca and i don't want to get too into mm. the analysis but like loco coca it's got like 10 different styles and yeah. somehow it sounds like completely coherent within that song. Yeah. Just, just, it's so cool. Like I just, I'm, I, I'll gush a little bit, but it is just like, if I, it's probably one of my favorite albums I've listened to in quite a long time, but the favorite album I listened to that wasn't my own was definitely Eonian by Doom Ball Gear. I, ah, yeah. I used uh, to have it on my playlist. I, I listen to um, Etheric all the time. Really? It's, it's uh, really? Playlist. That's interesting. Yeah. Not uh, not not interdimensional sonnet. No, I like Etheric more actually for some reason. I don't know why. I think it's because mm-hmm. of the um, uh, um there's like kind of like breakdown before the chorus where it's like I can't remember the riff, but you know it has that like big like lets the guitar sing out. I don't know. I love that kind of thing. Yeah, absolutely. I think they lean into the epic sound a lot throughout the whole album, which I really enjoyed. If I can just go back as well and pick something from somebody else. It was something that really surprised me. Um, the album that I've listened to a hell of a lot since we covered it is actually Neutral Milk Hotel. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Cool. That has really stuck with me. I've been listening to that yeah. probably every day. Like when I um, it's a good choice. When I first get up in the morning yeah. and I like start work and you know I'm still like kind of half asleep, I will quite often put on metal. But a lot of the time, I just want something a bit more chill. And that yeah. that album is great. I love it. I put it on. I've put it on probably every day this week when I get when I start work. It's pretty stunning, really, isn't it? I mean, it's it's like I I think it's like one of the probably one of the great like I've got a lot of greatest albums. Don't get me wrong, but <laughs> definitely up there with some of the greatest albums I've ever heard. Yeah. I just think it's like you know it's emotional. It's kind of it chills you out. It's got a lot of energy. And it paints such like a it 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 gives such a a feeling and such a an oh, it's atmosphere so vivid, and like a vibe it? and yeah, it's yeah. everything's very like sepia and like yeah, I'm wearing corduroys and. <laughs> I'm on the beach. Yeah. I love it. It feels like conceptually just in a very digital Digital? (laughs) Conceptually just in a very different world. Yeah, no, I'm really glad that you liked that because that was a bit of a gamble for me where I was like, hmm, everyone's just going to be like, that fucking Jeff Manga just winding his head off the whole album. But, you know, sometimes like you just, an album's that successful because it is actually that good, you know? No, I really like it. And like, you know, obviously, like, I don't know, some of the sort of pop acts these days and stuff have probably infinite times more views and listens and stuff. But like at the same time, will they stick around? You know, this album has stuck around for 
almost 30 years already. It's super influential, isn't it? Like, it's really kind of put its roots down across the whole genre. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, I'm... We're all looking at the uh, the list of bands that we've got up there right now. Fuck, there is a lot on there, isn't oh, there? Yeah. Oh, God. I don't know how we did it all. i got to say, yeah, looking back at the first three bands, which was Judas Priest, Parkway Drive, and Behemoth, that feels like forever ago. That oh, feels no. like a long time ago. I don't even remember the Parkway Drive album ago. anymore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some real highlights on there. Like, uh, you know, Ex Deo and Mortal Wars. That was oh, one of the yeah. first oh. ones that we, we all really kicked off on. Yeah, that was probably such a, a high point in terms of this might actually work like we're actually i'm actually finding yeah. music that yeah it's just like early on we were just like damn yeah okay i want to listen to more stuff like this for sure yeah. i think interestingly enough it's like not actually one that's like i've gone back to that much really it's really really fucking good yeah i totally would if i wanted something like that i would totally listen to it again but i actually i've been on the battle metal hype for a little while now i actually um re-listened to that album today because I was trying nice. to remember everything we'd done. I was looking through the list of the bands. And I was like, oh my god, yeah, XDO. Like, I loved that at the time. And I haven't gone back to it. And I put it back on today. And was still yeah. like, yeah, this is amazing. But yeah, the same as you. I feel like that's that's probably going to happen to me as well. It's got a really specific vibe, hasn't it? Mm. You don't just put it on when you're like... It's hard to listen to when you're working. Because you're like, I want to go fight Rome. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard to contain the kind of feelings it evokes oh, yeah. alongside it, it, like really mundane activity it's dangerous to that's put on true. during a work day <laughs> yeah i mean that's a, like a, that's like a driving to bloodstock album isn't it yeah <laughs> if you, yeah if you don't work you're gonna start signing off that's a good idea you know, actually i am actually est. i'm yeah. i'm gonna be driving to bloodstock this year and that's a that's, good idea i oh, sweet can i get load up the chariot are you gonna I come from too? london to i mean Makes more yeah, sense. Yeah, probably. I was going on the day before. All right, yeah. cool. Probably organizing our travel plans on the podcast. Not, not the best yeah. content, but yeah, sure. <laughs> Speak for yourself. They love it. They love, they love it. it. Yeah, no, it's interesting actually. Like just looking back now at the actual list of albums, because there are a few things where I think Ulcerate in particular. Oh yeah. I also like that a lot of the time. I haven't returned to that since. But again, that's not because it's not no, a good I album. I haven't returned to that. Yeah. It's just because like, I've, how do we describe it at the time? Nauseating. Like, yeah, and that yeah. is a. Like you're taking something on when you listen to exactly. That. I you feel like have it on casually. when we get back to like this December, Ulcerate might rear its head again because I'll be yeah. ready to be in that winter <laughs> wasteland. <laughs> it was it was a dark album for dark times oh, yeah. for yeah. sure. Yeah. Or if, if God yeah. forbid there's another lockdown or something, Ulcerate straight on. Ulcerate straight on. <laughs> nope, nope, nope. I nope. certainly hope not. I mean. For me, I look back and I just see uh, Gruzio is like such a, you know, when you get into a band and you're, you instantly are like, oh, I'm obsessed. I've got to listen to everything that they've done. I want to look, watch all their live shows on YouTube, listen to all the interviews and stuff. Yeah. That was like definitely an album that stands out for me as like, that was a real like high point yeah. in some of the music I've listened to this year. Yeah. And it, it's hard to compare some of the albums because like, um, for example, Boss Keloid's Melted on the Inch. When I first yeah. got into that album, I listened to it about a thousand times, start to finish, again yeah. and again and again and again. So it hasn't really stuck with me over this like season of episodes no, we've done. No, for sure. Yeah. But it's because I probably listened to it to death. <laughs> I'm ready, ready for a new album. Same with Rain and Blood. It's like if I look through this list, like Rain and Blood is well up at the top of like best albums on there for me. Mm. But I already fucking knew it, <laughs> like inside out yeah. and back to front. Yeah, exactly. So you know, for sure. Yeah. I have enjoyed getting to know Lincoln Park though. I. Oh, really? Did you check out anything else? Oh, yeah. No. I'm interested to hear this. No, <laughs> <laughs> no but I really enjoyed that album. I'd never listened to a Linkin Park album start to finish. You know? Yeah, same. That was a real turnaround for me. I, was, uh, I don't view it in the same way that I used to, which I'm, is nice. I'm really glad, actually, because I feel like... Kind of two things. I feel like a couple of the choices I've brought have been a bit controversial <laughs> in one way or another. But um, I'm just really glad that you guys kind of vibe with Linkin Park songs. Oh, yeah. They were a big band mm. when I was younger. Well, it's important, I think, that we all have the like, kind of open-mindedness to... This is part of what I For think sure, yeah. we wanted to do with our dynamic, yeah. was have the open-mindedness to actually kind of listen to each other's choices oh, yeah. and not just be like, yeah, shit, I hate it. You know? <laughs> like, yeah, because that's, that's one of the, the things thing. that even with the albums that I don't like on first listen, I do really make an effort to listen to it again and again and again. And Because yeah. even with something like... I, I was going to have to, I was gonna have to mention it. And I'll say it nice and clearly because I feel like um, there might be an algorithm that listens for these words. And Devin Townsend, when we did the Devin Townsend album, I yeah. I really tried to like that. And yeah. I mean, there were still songs on it that I loved. There were songs that obviously I didn't, but yeah. I really did try. <laughs> and that was when I yeah, struggled for with. Sure, man. That was really confusing for me because, like you say, there were, there were bits of just real genius, which I really yeah. loved. Yeah. And the bits I just hated. Maybe we should change tact a little bit here and talk about some of the albums that we didn't like. 
Yeah, so as much as I liked a lot of the music we listened to this season, and I really, really loved a lot of it, and I really liked nearly all of it, some of it just really didn't agree with me at all. <laughs> okay. And I feel like you might know what I'm talking about, Tom, from 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 my kind of general reaction to some I of think music. I've got an idea. I what? oh no. So Does it start me, with an N and end with Ecrofilth? <laughs> this is this is the thing. I like nearly everything, but I really struggle listening to Necrofilth. I I don't understand how because they're definitely the more accessible end of extreme music. It would as I like instrumental. Like, there's a real beat there, you know. What I, mean? I don't like, know, man. I think Anonafrak's more accessible than Necrofilth. Anonafrak definitely. But then I, I tend to think of Anonafrak as like I think of the early stuff, generally speaking. And then mm. I think of their new stuff as being like, that is excessive. Okay, let's not get too just, into the weeds here, but go on. I feel like with Necrofilth, it's not about the instrumentation, right? That's fairly standard. It's really much more about the, like, quite horrible lyrics. <laughs> very easily understandable. Yeah. And it's just like, aren't it? Like, I think I said before, I'd never... It glorifies, glamages, and packages evil. Exactly. That's all I'm hearing, Josh, when you're talking. Anti-peace like, and anti-life. All these, like, broadcasts from the 80s, I'm just... You might as well have a like a filter of typical as face on your face. I'm not saying it Ooh. should be illegal. I'm not saying it shouldn't be allowed. I'm just saying I didn't like it. All right, I can accept that. I, <laughs> I, I, I just, I feel like it's an old. It's supposed to be offensive, really. I yeah. was offended. It worked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tom, are you going to choose to get revenge on Josh by picking one of his choices? Trivium. Oh, oh, there you go. Trivium. Yep. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, it's, it's true. I mean, like, I was honestly anticipating not liking a lot of Josh's music, and I don't say that in a a mean way, I'm not like, oh, Josh is shit taste or whatever. I just definitely I'm not saying feel it. like... It's just heavily implied. <laughs> but if someone was to draw a conclusion, I wouldn't challenge it. <laughs> but I think I tend to just think that, like, yeah, okay, we have different yeah. tastes on things. But Fuck We Drive Horizons, didn't like it, but I didn't hate it. XJ Immortal Wars, like, yeah, actually, really, I was like, a brilliant album. Filgiato, Thousands of Evils, very interesting. Not really stuck with me, but very cool. Owner is in the World of Stars, yeah, I like that, because I like that kind of black metal. Thou and Emery of Rundle, genuinely one of my favourite albums of the year mm. so far. Project Mishram, yeah, brilliant. Can't fault to Kenny. Terminal Redux, I suggested that, so that was a count. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you hated that, I'd be worried. Shadow yeah. of Intent, that was that was cool. Florence and Machine Ceremonials, yeah, great album. Linkin Park, Hybrid Fury was a real like nice surprise for me. But fucking Trivium Attendancy was the only one on here where I've just been like, what the hell? You know, and I think it goes back to what you were saying, Ben, about um Linkin Park, how they were not they're not trying to be badass, mm. they're trying to be genuine. Yeah. So it ages successfully. You're like, all right, but they actually feel like that, so that's okay. But Trivium, I feel like they're just trying to be badass, and they they believe that they're writing the, like really fucking heavy music, and it's like basically just fucking rock music. <laughs> but anyway, don't get me started on this again. Yeah, yeah. If you want that full rant, just listen to the Trivium episode. It's, yeah, yeah. It's ep- episode. Five? It is episode five, yeah. Mm. Episode five, that was a really good one. Um no, I enjoyed that one a lot actually. It was really fun to to record. I I, I thought we had a great chat. I, I yeah, was Keyloid and Grusia as well. That was a lot of good stuff. Yeah, um, interesting mix. I will just say, as we're gonna for some reason talk about episode five, you said earlier, Josh, that you felt bad about not gushing enough about Project Mishram. Yeah. I feel the same way about Boss Keloid, because I actually love that album a hell of a lot, and I feel like I was holding back because I didn't just want to have people listen to me say how great it was for fifteen minutes. And it was actually one of our shortest segments. It was under. It was almost under. I was minutes, really holding yeah. back because I didn't want it to be fifteen minutes of me just going, "Oh my god, it's so good!" But that's like literally yeah. how it feels. <laughs> Go listen to that album, please. Oh. It's hard, isn't it? <laughs> Bosquito, if you're listening, we all fucking love that. Album, oh yeah, so. and I'm really, really, really excited for their new album coming out this year. Mm. Cannot wait. I am, but I'm. Um, what's the word? Trepidatious because, like, I like, I like that album a lot, mm. and I, I feel like this could go either way. This could be like I might actually end up really really like this album or i might end up being like ah uh, you're fucked that's kind of these so, bands that are on that like progressive edge though that that's that's what happens yeah, yeah. and that's how it should yeah. be yeah I think so. that's great like they, they've got a we've got to have bands on there taking chances oh yeah not everyone can be like not everyone can be like slayer <laughs> <laughs> like, no change yeah. in music for ten thousand years yeah yeah, yeah. No, just a Slayer, because I'm glad that they just stuck with what they yeah. were fucking good at, you know? Like, yeah. I am um, looking at the list right now, and I've been thinking really hard trying to pick something else that I, I didn't like. Because the obvious choice for me is Devon Townsend, but that's not really a fair choice, because I did really like 
some of the songs in that album. Like I really liked them. Yeah, and I think that that's was what, a weird one, wasn't it? But that's what made me hate the second half of the album so much is how much I liked the first half. I was like, if you just carried yeah. on doing this, I would have loved this album. <laughs> yeah, that's right. If every song was like Christine and Bad Devil, yeah. like oh yeah, hundred percent. I really vibed with that. Yeah, and it's hard for me to pick something else that I I haven't liked. So I think I I will stick with that because there are albums that haven't stuck. But I think with you know everything that you guys have brought and. I've liked it in some way, you know? I've liked parts yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah, same. There's, there's, been, there's been almost nothing I didn't like. Although, I probably should back Josh up, because I do kind of agree that Necrofilth was just gross. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tom, but it really was. It was a weird experience for me, because yeah. I'd, I'd never had, had that before, where I was like, this is and beyond the pale. This like, is a good like thing to touch on, isn't it? Is that we we had a lot of off-air chat about that album, because we didn't really know how yeah. to approach it and how it to cover it. tough. Yeah, mm. and I think <clears throat> it's going to be a topic that's going to come up a lot of the time in, you know, heavy metal and extreme genres. Is this stuff okay? Is it too far? You know? And yeah. We'll probably revisit this conversation on another album. I stick to what I said before, which is that, like, um, basically life is full of anxieties of trying to be a good person, and Mel is part of that escape from just, like, oh yeah, boring, yeah. suburban, kind of just... just generic doll life I mean, where you really can't take too many risks yeah, but, and you really shouldn't do this thing you really shouldn't say that thing no absolutely yeah, don't, and, and don't get me wrong yeah you're, you're right and it has made me think about a lot of things like for example a lot of Rammstein's lyrics are equally as fucked yeah. up but because they're mm-hmm. in German I don't mind so <laughs> that was you know, the thing yeah and then there's the whole thing about like it's successful art in what it does mm. I just wouldn't necessarily like want it hanging on my wall or playing every yeah, morning yeah you know? like and it's like it, they're still on slightly the tame end of like death metal lyrics because well, it's yeah. literally like they have to write it in time with like the beat and with time with the song they have to be legible for necrofilth but with a death metal band it's like they can say any old shit it doesn't really matter like they don't matter yeah. so much like what the vocals yeah. are actually doing whereas necrofilth like in parts it's like got a rhyme it's got a kind of fit i shouldn't have brought necrofilth up again <laughs> i feel like it's interesting no, I, I, I thought it was really interesting. No, definitely. No, it's definitely a band that it we can talk about. It is the band that we've like gotten most stuck on. And I think, like, Probably the know, band we've disagreed the most on as well. Yeah. I, yeah, I think absolutely. it's interesting, isn't it? Absolutely. Do you want to see, Tom? I'm really glad, in a way, you brought it up. Because even though, I'll be honest, I really didn't enjoy listening to it. <laughs> I found, like... So when, when, you, when you sent the interview that the, um, that, that, the, the, the main guy from the band had done? Yeah. And yeah, when yeah. you talked about it, like I kind of saw it in like a different light, where I was like, this is just like shock rock, you know? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, then, like, yeah. actually kind of thinking about it, like I'm not going to pretend I enjoy it because I don't, but it is it is a really interesting thing from that perspective where it's like kind of a you know an anti-anxiety thing, like you say. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think I, I I think it goes a bit too far, but that's just, <laughs> well, that's the thing. That's just my value judgment, you know. Like it, yeah, it's, for sure. I, yeah. I, I I it's it's like this. We get to this weird thing, isn't it? Because it's like ultimately neither of us is right or wrong. I don't think mm. we're all just kind of approaching it from a different kind of point of view. Yeah, for sure. No, I agree. I this is going to be a topic that we're going to come back to again and again. I'm sure. Hopefully, you can't yeah. avoid the metal. Hopefully, we will have more thoughts and not just constantly argue with each other and bang each other's heads against the <laughs> wall. But there is a possibility of that but as well. I think. I think it does come down a bit to just like kind of personal taste, though, doesn't it? It's yeah. like ultimately, like one of us thinks it's cool, one of us doesn't. It's yeah. not. If I say X Y Z, Tom's gonna hate it, or if Tom's X Y Z, I'm yeah. gonna love it. It's just we have different kind of tastes. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But we're all friends at the end of the day. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's an important lesson. So at the end of season one here, how? how... Ooh, season yeah. one. Season, season one. one. Ooh. Season... Feels good. Ooh. Ooh. I can't believe we made so it. Old. Um... <laughs> I, yeah, I am actually like you know, for real off the record here. I am actually impressed that like we haven't missed like a, a release date yet. I know it's uh, yeah. we're doing it. <laughs> I think that could be on the record because we are all very impressed that we've done that. <laughs> yeah, and I haven't even pulled any like late nights of the editing and stuff, which takes you know it probably takes like whatever the record time is. It takes at least double that. You know, and we yeah. normally oh, record yeah. for two hours. So yeah. well done, us. Pat's on the back. Ah. That feels good. <laughs> so we are all a fan of podcasts. We all, I think, listen to a lot of podcasts. I would say so. Yeah. So yep. do we want? Do we want to give some like, you know, shout outs to some other podcasts? Some shout outs. Maybe they'll maybe they'll reciprocate. And uh, I'm interested to see what everyone says. They're not going to reciprocate, I, but yeah. I've got to say, for for my sins, I am kind of a big fan of the Triforce podcast, Ooh, even yeah, though I don't play any video games <laughs> and I quite often don't know what the fuck they're talking about. <laughs> I have never listened to the Triforce podcast. 
Oh, I, oh really? I, I do, I do listen to the Triforce. I was a a Yogscast fan. They're just back good personalities, the, uh... aren't they? Oh yeah. So it, yeah, is yeah. it the Yogscast podcast? Yeah, it is. It's um Lewis. Continuation of that. Yeah, Lewis, the founder of the Yogscast, yeah. co-founder, Pyrian Flax, and Sips. Oh, I know Sips. Yeah, it's it's a bit like a detachment from the the YouTube. It, while it is like a gaming podcast, it's pretty loose. <laughs> it's also like it's interesting seeing like the age group that is like a, a generation above. They were about ten years older than us, right? They were in their mid to late thirties, right? Uh, yeah, I think Pyrian and Sips are actually in their forties, but yeah. Anyway, and like you know, it, it is just interesting having these insights on like dad life and like what it was like growing up, just like a little bit before us and stuff. Yeah. Like, I would say the podcast that there's two that I've been listening to a hell of a lot lately. One of them is the last podcast on the left. Oh, yeah. The, the true yeah, crime, I mean, you know, hearing about serial killers and stuff. That's such, right. a, such a fucking yeah. classic. And I think yeah. um, I think Josh might have recommended that to me or, or Tom. But I'm going to say Josh because it's, it's always Tom. But I think you just take credit <laughs> for everything. Um. Lie, it, was, it was definitely me because I can't. I remember that I can't remember how I found it. But I wanted to learn how why John Lennon had been shot. And uh, I was like, oh, there's a podcast about it. Well, that's a good podcast. And the other yeah. one that's been taking up a lot of my spare time lately is the nerdiest thing. And I believe, Josh, you've used the phrase turbo nerd before, and I'm about to, I'm about to reach that <laughs> level. <laughs> it is the Lawhammer podcast, which is all about the law of Warhammer 40k. Ah, uh, no way. Now, see, I'm more, I've am more. i always been more of a Warhammer, Warhammer guy uh, than a 40k Warhammer guy. Warhammer fantasy battle. Yeah, well, it's Age of Sigmar now, oh, isn't it? Like, it used to be just Warhammer. I like my space elves, so 40k's for me. Space elves, normal elves. I had 40k orcs. Oh, I think I had. Did I have Snuggle Marines? No, I had a. I had an ogre army, a goblin army, and a. Uh, a Nurgle army. I'm, I'm a real sucker for like deep lore, and I think 40k has some of the deepest lore there. There, oh, there it's is. The best, and so I'm like holding back just to like start nerding out. But God, yeah, mm. it's just so much fun listening to free people just arguing about you know <laughs> like the most <laughs> minuscule like things in the law. I love it. It's just. And, yeah. Easy to put on. It's play. better than history because you can't like history is so full of like yeah, but Harald the Elder might not even have been living at this point in time, and does this tapestry really represent it? And it's like <laughs> I, I studied history at uni, and like that does get a bit old. You look at the fantasy stuff, and it's like no, this is this is canon. This is real. Yeah, it, yeah it's a in a way record, isn't there? Fan- yeah, exactly. Fantasy stuff is like more real than real life stuff. And and then there's just like um, you know things can get retconned. You can't really retcon real history. But, but retconning is, is always, almost always a bad move, though. Like, what is retcon? Like, when you retroactively, like, decide something hasn't happened. But I, uh, I do like how, in some fantasy worlds, they, they build a retcon reason into the lore. So, like, okay, in the Elder Scrolls, which is the games like Skyrim and things, there's something called a dragon break, where dragons come back into the world, and then several versions of history happen at once and then reconverge into one timeline and it's just a really bullshit way for them to get away with changing things in the past yeah <laughs> it's like it all kind of makes sense <laughs> Ooh, might have to write that down <laughs> <laughs> something, anyway, something, something quantum physics a podcast that i'm really into as well is um 99 invisible oh nice. uh, yeah 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 it's all about design and uh the reason it's called 99 invisible is that like there's all this invisible design around you all the time like every time something has been designed it's to fulfill purpose that other objects couldn't fulfill before i see and it takes you through basically all of that and there's so much of it that it's kind of endless pretty much so you know when you're when you get to like a, a crossing and there's those little like bumps on the uh on the crossing oh yeah yeah yep. yeah do you know why those are there is it for blind people blind people it is for blind people mm-hmm. i didn't know that yeah. and so there's a whole load of stuff that's like designed for people with disabilities that you just don't even notice until you're actually kind of told about. Oh, I so, love stuff like that. You know when you That's cool. when you press a button for like a crossing. There's a little spinny thing underneath. Ever, there's a little spinny. Yeah, thing. I knew that. I've told you all of this shit. No, That's why. I learned that in year ten geography. So yeah, we are, I learned it in school. Yeah, what? Mr. Carey, big oh, shout okay. out. Thanks. Yeah, <laughs> but it also covers all sorts of interesting things, like sort of random like phenomena of design. Like there's a huge trend in some part of America of making yarn balls the biggest yarn balls you can possibly make oh, right and the biggest one is like the size of like your every semi-detached house in like fucking bloody hell the countryside in england they've got know? they've got to stop Ridiculous. these people who Too knows what they might else. create yeah it covers some really interesting so one of my favorite facts that i ever learned was they can determine where animals came from that fought in the coliseum by
by the flora and fauna that are growing there and by dating it back to the flora and fauna that were growing in parts of the world 2,000 years ago. That's cool. So animals would come over with pollen in their fur that would then pollinate and generate plants that grew on the Colosseum. That's fascinating. Wow. That were just brought... Yeah, it's 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 so such cool. an interesting podcast. It's pretty mind-blowing every week, yeah. Oh, damn. So is wow. that is that something you want to bring into our podcast to become so fascinating... And mind I would like to have a, at least one interesting fact. We almost got one in a. We almost got one in this season. Almost. Which one? Almost. Don't ask me questions like that, Josh. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's bound Don't to have been that. one. <laughs> so statistically speaking, one of our facts must have been almost interesting. We well, we almost we almost got an interesting fact. But next season, next season, we might have. I'll one. be glad if we almost yeah, got maybe, a fact. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to all twelve episodes of Metal Face season one to find for them. one fact. We need the views. <laughs> <laughs> Give us a fix. <laughs> uh, good grief. So, when I listen to podcasts, I think I'm going to show myself up as being incredibly fucking boring. Okay. Right. My... <laughs> Do tell. Yep. I can't wait for this absolute gem. <laughs> it's just, it's, it isn't going to surprise you at all. It's going to be, it's going to be quite. I, I'm, I'm brand. a little bit hesitant because I can't believe that there's actually podcasts about what I think you're about to say. International Geological Statistician <laughs> face. You can't so, tell me he's right. So, one of the podcasts I like, I've got three podcasts that are good. I listen to quite a lot. Okay, top three. So Josh Redmond, top three. is The Intelligence, which is by The Economist. Right, it's like a fifteen-minute kind Quite of news nice. update, but they have, it's, like, it's like five news stories, and they're really cool. They have like actual journalists talk about them, and they kind of go behind the headline a bit. It's really fascinating. And okay, I was in this habit some... for a while of listening to it every day when I walked into work. Okay, this sounds interesting. Yeah, yeah, that's so cool. And I, I always felt like so intelligent because I'd sit down and be like, "Have you heard about the disruption in Buenos Aires?" Well, let me tell you. <laughs> 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 like, well, you see, what's happening is that the Socialist Party is. <laughs> You know, this uh, kind of stuff. See, I'm always worried that I'm going to meet someone who's got more than like three minutes of information about that, and then I'll just be like, "That's really as far as I went." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's it. I just I don't risk bringing up these things. I'm like, "What do they know more than me?" That's why I only Uh-oh. talk to people about metal. <laughs> <laughs> the other podcasts are like, which I, I don't listen to that regularly, but when I do, it's always quite good. Is the is the mapscaping podcast, <laughs> <laughs> which is about. Um, Geographic information systems. Yeah, um, man. Okay. Which is like mapping software, basically. Josh, I love that you're into that, and I love that there are people who like it, but I will also confidently say I will never listen to that. You know, Josh, i got to give that a listen, for real. What's it called? Mapscaping. Mapscaping, yeah. Nice. I'll send you a link. It's I good. like cartography, though. Oh, yeah, cartography is the shit. I tend to like historical cartography. Uh, all the what is happening? Here be monsters sort of thing. Do you ever look at maps and there's like, they just haven't discovered uh, the Americas yet, and it's just like, you know, they've got some vague outline of a continent. It's like, it's, it's almost like it's slightly so creepy. It's like, how did you not know? It's weird, isn't it? I, I can't imagine not being able to always open up Google Earth or maps or whatever and just find any part of the Earth's surface. Like, See, these things I agree with. I don't want to come off as though I don't find those things interesting. I just don't know if that's what that podcast is going to be about. But prove me wrong. Um, so, basically... Cartography's really interesting because it's <laughs> knocking over beer cans. <laughs> so basically, cartography's really interesting, I think, because it's, it's this interesting fusion of art and science. Because you've got to be yes. able to like do a lot of like right. complex maths to like transform your like sphere to a flat plane and draw on it and so on. Just like images of dinosaurs. This is something I learned from the 99% Invisible podcast. Is that in the past they would draw dinosaurs as these like slow moving, like lumbering creatures? Because obviously, all they've got is the bone. You can't necessarily determine exactly what the muscle scale texture the colour was from just the bones alone, right? So they were portraying them as these sort of like mud-dwelling, stupid animals with a very Victorian idea that we have evolved to something greater from their point of view. And then there comes like a theme in the 20th century where they start drawing them as like super muscular, dynamic animals. That are like they're always running, they've always got their claws out, they're racing around, kicking up mud and stuff, tearing down trees, you know. Man, dinosaurs are interesting. See, see, these facts, these real facts are all very interesting. But do you guys know about the role of Horace, Horace in the Horace Heresy? I mean, come on, I know that this is more he interesting. He was a heretic. Right? He was a heretic, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. He betrayed the emperor. Let's talk about well, that. He did podcast. what? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Magnus did nothing wrong. <laughs> oh no, I agree. <laughs> So with all 
us in mind of all the podcasts that we like and that we enjoy? Is there anything that we are going to change next season? It's, it's like, you know, we've, we've run into some challenges, haven't we, doing this podcast of things we've like wanted to improve, things that we thought could have been... Um, I think we nailed it. I think we fucking smashed it. Yeah, I, I think we can't get any faster. All we the peaks. podcasts we've yeah. mentioned are shit by comparison. Yeah. yeah. Well, they're not about metal, so we can't yeah, really them. The sarcasm is, is so high because, God, it's just so much room for improvement. <laughs> <laughs> it's falling apart at the seams. It's only been one season. <laughs> but no, I mean, for real, like, it, it's, gone, it's gone better than I think we were all expecting. Oh, for sure. I thought this was going to be a disaster. I've just realized that I have, I have two modes about the podcast, which is completely trashing it or being incredibly arrogant. Yeah. I need to find a mid-ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, think we're, I think pleasantly surprised that it went so well is probably where yeah. I'm going to sit on this. Yeah. And there are things that we'd like to introduce, right? I think next season we want to do, like, genre episodes that are, like, curated by... Yeah, yeah. That's, a, that's a good one. Because, yeah. like, we all had something to give on Black Metal, for sure. Yeah. With Thrash, we struggled a little bit more, I think. But with Grindcore, mm. I know that, like, you guys don't really have a band in mind for that. So, oh yeah, for I mean, example, only stuff that you would have shown me anyway. Yeah, I suppose that's true. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, if we were going to do a, um, which I'll be honest, for me, the genre episodes are pretty hard because I find that the music I listen to is so vaguely in a genre that it's kind of hard to pick. Damn, so man. if yeah. I was going to pick like stoner metal, cool as you, mate. it's not about. We can being, try that. It's not about being cool. It's about just liking weird shit. <laughs> it's about staying in school. Aye. Not doing drugs. Getting good grades. <laughs> Not while you're in Alcohol's school. Alcohol's a drug, Josh. Um, anyway, I think yeah. we lost track here. Yeah, but <laughs> if every day's a school day, then when no, can Tom... I do my drugs? Alcohol's not a drug, it's a drink. I don't even know what side you're on anymore, Josh. Me neither. They, um... <laughs> Sorry, it's, it's, a, it's from Brass Eye. I quote, I'm quoting Chris Morris. Right, this may be one of the problems that we need to resolve. <laughs> it's getting off track very quickly. I think we should go next season, I'm afraid we're going more off track. Fact. Is that something? Oh god! Are you serious? <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> anyway, uh, for real, non non recording. What were we just fucking talking about? <laughs> I have no <laughs> fucking idea. We really yeah, just we had too, we've uh, had too much, uh, too many drinks and all yeah. drugs. Um, Smash a line of MCAT to get head in the game. <laughs> so anyway, back on track here. So one of the things we want to do is like for the genre episodes. I think we're going to kind of curate them a bit more. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because, like, for example, with the Black Metal episode, I feel like we all had something to give. But the Fresh Metal episode, we were a little bit on the edge of, like, trying to decide what was fresh, what wasn't fresh. <laughs> yeah, I really, that we I, had, really, you know, like... I really copped out on the Fresh Metal episode by picking probably one of the biggest Fresh Metal episode albums of all time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And there's, there was a lot of debate in that episode anyway. So I think next season... We're going to do like a sort of a slightly more curated version, aren't we, Josh? I think that's the idea, isn't it? Because I, we've both got genre episodes coming, haven't we, Tom? And then Ben's going to be in season three. And we're going to still going to do yeah. seasons at that point. Ben's yeah. got something in mind. But next season, I will be doing a grindcore episode. And I rather than doing three bands, as per usual, I'm going to be in six. Because it's grindcore, it will still only add up to about an hour and a half of music anyway. I'm very much looking forward to having to review twice as many albums, but in the same length of episodes. Yeah, the, the, <laughs> mm, uh, that's gonna be tough. No, it's gonna be quick fire answers. Yeah, isn't it? I oh, think yeah. we should do it like super fast. Like you know, Josh, you are doing a deathcore episode, aren't you? I'm doing the deathcore special. I'm really interested to hear what you guys think, actually, because after I exposed you some shadow of intent, I think I kind of softened you up a bit. I'm a little mm. bit like in two minds about this because I I tend to view deathcore in the same way that I view metalcore. I think possibly unfairly though, because as I say, like the one deathcore album we've listened to mainly just reminded me of Dying Fetus, who I love. I think Deathcore has the most undeserved bad reputation of any genre of music ever. Possibly. Am... Wow, that's, what, even NSBM? <laughs> no, that, that's a deserved bad reputation. Oh. That's a difference. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you saying? <laughs> I, I was just oh, no. And, and, oh, wait, we've been cancelled. <laughs> I was just thinking bad reputation. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I I'm curious to do the uh, the deathcore episode especially. I, I yeah, I, you know, I think that will be an interesting. One and then sure. we're also including a couple of um, non-metal episodes again, right? Like we we enjoyed that. That was a good change of pace. I think those were good. I, I I enjoyed them. I think my issue though, I think you guys have this too, is that a lot of the non-metal I listen to is pretty similar to metal. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. Now yeah. see, it's kind of like one step removed. I don't, yeah. I don't think I do have that problem. I already know really? that I'm going to do a hip-hop artist of the world. for one of them, which I think is quite different, mm. and I'm going to do an electro artist for the other one, which is like nothing like. Ooh. So I think that would be interesting. 
I haven't made my choices yet. Mm, mm. <laughs> I'm struggling because I want. I I've been thinking of doing um, some like neo folk, which I really like. So I, I I was in a like triad folk band for a bit. Wait, so I kind of wait, like last stuff. How come you've never mentioned this, Josh? Sorry, I just actually have contacts. What were they called? You saw us live. Yeah, he's trashing wait, you, but like in Josh, a you were in the band, backhanded way. I saw you sitting on the stage, but I don't know beyond that what was really happening there. Oh, Josh, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> so I'm thinking of doing a neo-folk band. <laughs> just not even going to rise Just brush to it. it off. Just brush it's it off. It's been too many years the of this issue. shit. It's called a cajon! <laughs> it's a fucking ca- It's a Peruvian instrument, alright? You're insulting the nation of Peru right now. Uh, add them to the list. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, the issue with neo-folk is that a lot of it sounds like the kind of intro to like a black metal album. Yeah. So, you know, it's not necessarily like different enough from a certain point of view mm. but it's also not metal so where does the line because you know i think we said before <laughs> where is the me- line <laughs> metal has 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 what four instruments yeah uh-huh. death growls guitars drums and atmospheric battle sounds that's damn right and if we're just listening to atmospheric battle sounds isn't that kind of metal <laughs> i don't know we'll find out next season i do feel a bit insulted josh that you're always getting ragged on for being a drummer but you just cut out the bass and replaced it with death growls but a bass is a guitar then what (laughs) (laughs) is a bass not a guitar a bass is a type of guitar guitar? I suppose if I'm going to allow a cajon to be a drum I have to allow a bass to be a type of guitar if you're going to allow a cajon to be a drum then I can allow this can to be a drum (laughs) sorry I'm actually taking the piss because I really don't feel that way about music (laughs) a cajon is a drum Josh it's a bloody good drum as well I Mm. bloody love it I love it so much. <laughs> I bloody love that guy. It's a bloody good drum, Josh. You don't well, cat. <laughs> so we've looked back. Shall we look forward to next season? What are we going to be talking about? The first episode of season two. And when's it going to? When's it going to come out, Ben? When's it going to come out? Ooh, when? When's it going to come out? Do we have a date? This is a good... Can people yeah, put anything we... in their diaries? Oh, yeah. Is it the yeah, mark only the day. thing that people are going to have Mark the day. Diaries? You shall rue it. <laughs> <laughs> You'll rue the day you subscribe to the Metal Face podcast. Look for our coming on the first, first of June. First light the fifth day at dawn. <laughs> Look to the internet. This is not a good... This is not <laughs> a good intro. We should maybe redo that. Fuck it. All right, right yeah. let's keep rolling with it. So we've looked back at our mistakes and successes. We <laughs> we've looked back at tr- everything we've from Trivium about... to... Some of the good bands. We've looked ahead to things we're going to change, kind of. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. We haven't really got that many ideas, yeah. have we? But one thing we do know is when the first episode of season two is going to come out. Tom, when should people expect us to arrive in their podcast app of choice? The 1st of June, we're going to be back. So we've got, what is it going to be? Not quite a month. I think that'll be, yeah, that'll be about three, four weeks, right? When's yeah. this one coming out? We need out? to take some remember. time. We need to... Set up some serious infrastructure. We need to get some vibes going. Oh, yeah. It's going to be good. I'm looking forward to it. And I mean, with that in mind... There's something else that we know, which is... What are we going to be listening to on the first episode back? Who are you asking? <laughs> I'll start. I'm bringing a favourite of mine from when I was a teenager, Indestructible by Disturbed. Okay, all right, interesting. I've listened to... I loved that album when it came out. Really? I've listened it's to good, Disturbed before when I was younger kind of like them at the time but i really really haven't listened to them since and uh, i don't know i don't really vibe with their vibe but um mm. we'll see eh? this this, I, this could go either way for me this really could how about you tom what are you kicking off season two with so i think we got to kick it off with an old favorite of mine something that goes back a few years came out just when i started university we're listening to sunset on the golden age by the one and only hailstorm nice yeah it's about time it's about time we talked about good old Ailstorm. Exactly. I personally believe that they don't drop a song on this album. I think it's just solid as fuck. Is that the album with the Tyre Cruise cover? It is the album with the Tyre Cruise cover. That's a fucking banger. Yeah. <laughs> ben, what about you? What are you? I actually don't know what we're going to be doing for you. So what, what are we What are we bringing? Are we making it a triple? Big bands? Yeah. So I, I kicked off season one with some Judas Priest. Mm. And in saying that, you can probably guess where I'm going. Season two. I've picked... I made... No. <laughs> <laughs> I've picked Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath. I love it. Yeah, it's hard to pick a Black Sabbath album. I like them all equally. They're like my children yeah. that I had no part in creating and cannot take any credit for. But I'm looking forward to talking about Black Sabbath alongside Disturbed and Aelstorm in our first 
first episode for season two. Yeah, no, I'm I'm really looking forward to listening to that album again. I already know it quite well, but um, oh really? You know. I didn't I didn't I didn't expect that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I had sleep paralysis uh, a few years ago. It was one of the most terrifying things I've ever experienced. Yeah. And oh my god, yeah. I was like, the only song I can listen to now is Black Sabbath by Black Sabbath, which is about sleep paralysis. So is that from the album Black Sabbath? I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't that funny. <laughs> the song Black Sabbath by the band Black Sabbath on the album Black Sabbath? Nah, surely not. Yeah, don't say it three times. Ozzy will appear behind you. Oh, Jesus Christ. And eat, and eat a bat. And buy a burrito. <laughs> <No>. yeah. <laughs> not, not my bat. And pour some orange juice badly into a cup. <laughs> Have you seen that? <laughs> no. Sounds fantastic. I'm not even going to explain it. Just type in Ozzy Osbourne orange juice on YouTube. You'll get what I mean. So, <laughs> on that note, is it time for a very clumsy outro which we've our final outro to season one guys i feel emotional have we finally worked it out have we finally worked out how to outro a podcast i think we have guys right let's just just get this you're not ready for this bye bye Bye. guys that's not even good enough to include as a joke (laughs) (laughs) yeah all right Take it easy, uh, keep it breezy, uh, see you at the flippity flap. How's that? I'm not comfortable with that. Okay. <laughs> um, we actually do have to think of a better way to outro these fucking things. Okay, how do we outro this, son of a bitch? Well, I think actually what we should say is oh, hell yeah. thank you to yeah, everyone. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you guys. All the way through season one. You know who you are. We've had people who are tuning in every week. GDPR, we don't want to reveal yeah. your personal information on the internet. Yeah, we, d- so we don't want to associate you we... with this production. <laughs> you know exactly who you are. And, well, thank uh, you, guys. Seriously. I'm very yep. thankful to all the oh, Absolutely. Today. To everyone who's messaged me, it mm. means the fucking world that the work we're putting in here is at least entertaining. Somebody. Yeah, it works. I mean, works a long shot, but it's uh, the, the effort that we're yeah, putting but in. The time <laughs> that is being consumed. Is not a complete waste. Yeah, not a yeah. complete waste. <laughs> now it's been good fun, and hey, we'll see you in June, Ooh. a mere three weeks before all social distance rules are dropped. I can't believe we made it. I can't believe we made yeah. it. It's gonna be an absolute banger. See you season two. I'll see you guys later. Yeah, catch up with you guys in a couple of weeks. Bye. Take it easy. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Was that yeah, good? that would do. <laughs> Fucking hell. Yeah. That was the Metal Face Podcast. Go follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thank you for Season of Mist, Carrick, Anger, and Separation for their music in the intro. And thank you to Johnny Peterson for transition music throughout. Go check out his projects at Heads for the Dead, Massacre, Worm Vale, and Wombat. And most importantly, thank you for listening. Take it easy, and hail Satan. Ben, you should start making bento boxes. Ben's bento. Sorry, I was just sick in my mouth. bento. That was not good. Because of all the bento boxes you've no, been eating. That- this isn't even good enough whiskey. to be an outtake. <laughs> <laughs> that was, though. Now it is. <laughs>